listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So excited to have you here with us again this week. We love each and every opportunity to add value to you. I want you to make sure if you're listening to this podcast that you are liking it, that you are rating it, and certainly be sure to share it. Additionally, I want to make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne. At Rodney R. Payne, that's on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and yes, now we're on TikTok. Stay there, turn on your notifications so that you can keep up with new information every single day to to help you and to add value to you, and also you'll be in the know as to what's going on. Speaking of which, I'd like to make sure you have your calendars marked for October 8th. That's right, just two weeks away, we are having our annual Live to Lead Half-Day Leader Development Experience. You don't want to miss this. The speakers this year will be Jeff Henderson, Ed Milet, Valerie Burton, Jamie Kern Lima, and of course, John C. Maxwell. What a phenomenal lineup. I have two options for you this year, and they're both $79, and you want to take full advantage. $79. One is virtual only. You'll log into a Leader Pass account, and you'll have access to content immediately uh, upon purchasing your ticket. Uh, the other option is an in person option. On that day, you'll have an in person experience. Uh, with the virtual transmission of the speakers, but then we'll also have live local leadership events as well as door prizes, uh, lunch is included. It's a great leadership event. You want to bring your team again. Either option is $79, and you can also choose both so that you can have the content in two different ways. So uh, make sure you get your tickets. Also, just coming up this Tuesday, September 28th, 7 p.m., I want you to make sure you go and register immediately. We have an event coming up that you want to be a part of. It is a free webinar on the value of business coaching. You can find information out about that by going to our website, at RodneyRPayne.com, or on all of our social media platforms. So let's take a few minutes and unpack a topic that I have found to be a challenge for many leaders, that is unclear expectations, unclear expectations. Uh, When we roll out a new initiative, many times we have a bit of confusion between the delivery of the information, the expectation, what is the desired outcome, uh, what's the rollout strategy. And so many times leaders end up frustrated because we're getting a result that we didn't desire. We're getting an unintended result really because we fail to have proper expectations. So when you have unclear expectations, you're not casting a proper vision and and you get yourself caught up. So today I want to give you six easy steps to help you to clear up 
the unclear expectations. We want to get on the same page with our teams, with our initiatives, so that we can move forward and grow and achieve our desired outcomes. So it's really important that we understand how do we get from an idea in our head to actually um, execution, if you will, uh, in the desired outcome of what we're looking for from a specific or a particular initiative. Well, step one in the process is if you're going to clear up unclear expectations, you must establish expectations. What are we doing? What is our desired outcome? How do we plan to get there? Um, that has to be clear. Many times we are enticed by the excitement or a feature or an advantage or a benefit of a particular product or a solution, but we don't fully vet it. We're hoping to solve a problem or part of our problem, but we're not very clear. So the first thing you as a leader must do before you ever deal with translating information to your team is you must decide and clearly identify what you expect out of the next initiative. If, if you're automating something, uh, if you're adding a different process, if you're changing uh, something you've done for a long time and you go in and you want to do this differently, what is your true desired outcome? It's up to you as a leader to vet out the process before you move to step two. We need to establish for you as the individual leader your expectations. It does no good to send something to a team when you're not really sure. Sometimes we take the throw everything against the wall and see what sticks approach. Uh, what you end up with when you throw everything against the wall and see what sticks is a mess because most of the things fall off of the wall and so you're, you're so busy cleaning the mess that you don't know what sticks or what worked. So it becomes very critical for leaders to make sure that you establish clear uh, expectations. How do you do that? By determining before you start, what is your desired outcome? What problem are you attempting to solve? That's what leaders do. We solve problems. So before you go and change a process or add something, this is great, we can do this, it'd be good for our team, what is your desired outcome? If you're not clear on your desired outcome, your objectives or your goals, you will never get buy-in and no new initiative will really work or last because you have not properly vetted it to understand where you want to be or where you want to go as a result of this particular initiative. Now, once you establish uh, clear expectations, the second step is now you have to communicate those expectations to your team. Listen, when I say communicate those expectations, I don't, I'm not saying introduce the product or introduce the program. I'm saying communicate the expectations. We have a new product. We have a new process. We have a new system that we're going to implement. Our objective here is that we would like to see this happen as a result of what we're doing in this particular area. We've chosen this particular product based on its capacities in these areas. When we fully roll this out, the objectives are going to be clear. This is what we expect to see that will improve our efficiencies in this area. Will it increase our revenue by this percentage? It will save you this much work time in your day. This will add value to your system. So when you go through those particular steps, 
Now you're able to talk to your team and your team can can get buy-in and they know what's expected and they know why you're doing it. When they know why you're doing it, sometimes it helps you to gain very much needed buy-in. If I know why we're doing it and what we're trying to accomplish, if we have this dialogue, I get skin in the game, now I'm more likely to work very diligently at doing this because I understand the why. It's not just the next new thing coming from upper management to make our lives more difficult. No, this is a process intended to do this. And you might want to, I'm going to give you a note here, you might want to consider before going out to market, communicate your expectations and then allow your team an opportunity to provide feedback before we go to step three. If we get feedback here, we may actually will have very clear expectations and objectives, but we might change our solution based on the feedback that we receive from our team. So it's very important that number one, you establish for yourself what your expectations are, then communicate those expectations. And so uh, before I would move to step three, I would look for feedback on my communication. What does my team think about where we're going? How do they feel about the product? Have they had experience with this product? Does this solve a real problem or are there things that we don't know because our eyes and our hands don't get to touch it on a daily basis? These are things that are going to make you better in what you do. So step one is establish uh, clear expectations. Step two is to communicate those expectations. Now step three is to implement your expectations, implement your program, implement the process. And when I say implement expectations, that means that you are going to implement a strategy that holds the end user accountable for delivering of what the product or solution promises. So if we want this expectation, we're working with a third-party vendor and our team, everyone involved must be held accountable to meet our expectations. That is so important. And when you look at implementation, I I like phased rollouts. I, I believe that you should go and beta test something before you roll it out everywhere. That means find a small subset of your group and then let's through the bug. Let's try see how to fix. You can find team members who excel and because they will be the ones because they will be the ones who are willing to kick the tires so gain clarity on what you're doing this is someone perhaps it may even be a competitor who you can go and pick their brain about a particular product but whatever you do make sure as you're implementing and you're utilizing this thing do a phased approach so that that we don't have to scrap the whole product product project and start over if in fact it's a bad project, then we take it out of testing, we go back and revamp it, and we come back with the right solution. So we want to establish our expectations. We want to communicate our expectations. Then we want to implement our expectations. Now, number four is after we've gone through our phased approach and now everything is up and going, we're holding everyone at every level accountable for what we're going to do so that we can have the most efficient systems and processes that help us to deliver according to plan, the next step is critical. We must have an evaluation of our expectations. That's right. You have to evaluate 
your expectations. That means let's go back and now we're doing the grading. We've gone through our testing phases. We have a clear strategy. We've communicated that to our team. We've rolled it out in phases. Now we're up and going. But now we must inspect what we expect. We must evaluate Is this working? Is this the right model? And you're probably thinking, well, coach, if that's what we're doing, we'll be doing this all the time. Those who win and stay on the cutting edge and find their best to be the best in class, to be the subject matter expert, to be an expert in their field, they're always validating that what they are utilizing is meeting the end objective. That's right. Inspect what you expect. Evaluate, evaluate, evaluate. Why are we doing this? We want every competitive advantage that we can have against our, our, our competition. But more than that, we want our clientele to have the best possible experience. That only happens when we evaluate what we're doing. We don't do what we've always done and expect a different result. You can't do that. Uh, I, I used to go and frequent a, a, a national um, chain, a national chain, I'll leave it at that. And uh, they were looking to increase their their margins, so they changed their chicken product from a fresh chicken product to a prepackaged, pre-made, uh, prefabricated, if you will, chicken product. Well, I immediately noticed the difference in the quality, in the texture, and in the taste. So as a result of them trying to save, they ended up losing me as a customer because while it may have saved them on their spoilage, it may have given them a more consistent product because it's always the same. It may have given them much more clear margins so that they could identify those things. The one thing it failed to do was to meet the customer's need. I no longer like the product. Now, I'm just one, and and perhaps no one else felt that way. But what I want is I want the majority of my customers to have the best possible experience that we can provide. And that only happens when we are willing to take the time to truly evaluate uh, what we expect out of the product. Is it delivering? Are our, is our clientele, are they accepting of this? Are, they be, are, there, are their expectations being met? Are we delivering? Uh, are we staying on task with what we uh, set as, as an established expectation? Are, are we on task as to what we've communicated with our team? Are we still heading in the same direction? Realize that two degrees off course now, it grows and grows and grows. And when you get further down the road, you're at a catastrophic uh, gap between where you desire to be and where you actually are. So it's important that we evaluate, evaluate, evaluate. Now, as we evaluate, this is where it becomes a little bit more difficult. When you evaluate processes, what's going to happen inevitably is you're going to find a broken process. And broken processes usually require change to fix them. And no one likes change. So after you establish the expectation, you communicate the expectations, you implement them, you evaluate them, you have to be willing as a leader to modify expectations. When something is not working, you have to be willing to change it. 
When something is working but can be improved, you have to be willing to change it. When something is on the market that appears to be easier, but it costs you too much in your integrity of the product and in the integrity of your deliverables, you have to be willing to not change in that setting just to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. You must be willing to modify your expectations. Uh, there, there will be decisions made by brands to, to do what they intended to do. I remember hearing of a, of a brand and what was big for them was having things manufactured domestically. As a rule, when you manufacture domestically in large quantities, you reduce your margins by a great percentage because in most cases you can get things manufactured in overseas markets at a cheaper rate. For this business owner, cheaper was not better. They were willing to take less on margin to keep uh, American citizens employed and keep the quality of work under the right type of environment where the fair wage is being paid, etc. These were things that were important to them. So the modification they made was we will pay more for manufacturing, meaning we'll reduce our margins, but we will stand for what we believe in and that's what we'll present to our customers. And we believe they will pay for that experience because it's not always about a cheaper solution. It's about the value. You have to be willing to modify what your expectations are. So they modified the expectation of revenue in favor of delivering a certain quality of product. I'm not suggesting that you do that, but what I'm saying is whatever your guiding principles are, you're going to need to adhere to them at every level and every stage of delivery. And that may mean modification of what you're doing, modifying your expectations. So let me see if I can recap this and then I'll give you number six. Number one is we need to establish clear expectations as a leader. What is my desired outcome simply? What do I want to do in this situation? Why am I looking at this process, this product, this system? Then I need to communicate that to my team. Remember, a key component of communication is receiving feedback. When you receive feedback, sometimes you can go back and make some changes ahead of time to stop the product, the system, the process from failing before it gets off the ground. Once you communicate that, you've gotten some feedback, you're comfortable that you have good established expectations, your team has been communicated with, they are on the same page, now it's time for implementation. Let's launch it, let's get it out there. Once we get it out there, we want to inspect what we expect and we want to continue to uh, evaluate, evaluate, evaluate. Implement, it's out there, but then we evaluate. Evaluation inevitably will lead us to modification. Something will change, something will be tweaked, but are we willing to do that to stay on the cutting edge and to stay in the pocket to adhere to our guiding principles? The answer should be yes. Finally, once you make modifications, now you want to redeploy your expectations. You want to start this process again. Redeploy. Redeploy with the new and improved. Redeploy 
with the process, with the systems. What ends up happening is that now you have a way of doing this and you can implement this process going forward. So when you redeploy, you're basically doing the 2.0 version or the 3.0 version, or we scrapped that all together and started with a new product, but we're going to make sure that we're going to adhere to our guiding principles, we're going to meet our clients' needs, and we're going to have satisfied team members because we're going to ask them for input, feedback, and buy-in when we deliver. So what you can do to clear up unclear expectations is simply to develop systems and processes of adding uh, and, and new systems, adding new products, adding new processes, and establish clear expectations. Communicate those expectations. Implement those expectations. Evaluate those expectations. Modify those expectations. And finally, you got it redeploy those expectations, and you, my friend, will be in an organization, you will be the leader of an organization that not only meets its target but exceeds its goals because you have a culture that knows what's expected and we measure it and we go forward with success. That's all the time I have today. This is your coach, the host, Rodney Payne. I'm so excited to be with you. Every week right here on Speaking With One Voice, please do me a favor, like this, rate this, and share this podcast. Don't forget, you want to be in the room this Tuesday, free webinar, The Value of Business Coaching. I'm going to talk to you about that and tell you how that can help you as a leader. Go to RodneyRPayne.com or follow us at Rodney R. Payne on social media to find out information about our upcoming webinars and our programs. Also, October 8th, half-day leader development experience, live to lead, great lineup, John C. Maxwell, Jamie Kern-Lima, Valerie Burton, Ed Milet, and Jeff Henderson. You want to be in the room for the simulcast. Two options, virtual only, virtual only, and you can get those tickets at l2lhost.com forward slash one voice leadership, L, the number two, lhost.com. Dot com uh, forward slash one voice leadership to get those tickets at $79 or you can go on social media or go to rodneyrpain.com and buy our in-person event right here in Oklahoma City. That's October 8th, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time. You want to be in the room, door prizes, free lunch, local leadership training, great, great opportunity for you to grow your team. $79 per person, either option, Love to have you in the room. Again, thank you so much for joining. This is your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. And until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag SpeakingWithOneVoice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking With One Voice.